This podcast is brought to you by The Pod Tower, hosted by the Watchtower database. Visit youtube.com slash thepodtower for informative, hilarious DC animation-themed podcasts and live streams every week. And check out the Watchtower database for DCAU video essays, timelines, fan theories, and more. And please, enjoy the show. Three, two, one. Oh, that was our new thing. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, yeah, it's been months since we recorded. It has been months. I tell you, it's been months, week since we recorded this <laughs> Months, week. That is the kind of the the most accurate way I could describe it. <laughs> it's always a, a a week later, almost always, but it also yeah. feels like it was months ago. I know, like I, it's hard for me to believe that we've done one since I got back from Hawaii. That yeah, seem we right. did. Yeah, we did, but it doesn't seem right. <laughs> I have to like, did we? Hang on, let me check the old brainiac up here. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, that's oh, wow. so clever. As hundred uh, twelfth episode of the podcast. I don't know, man. Don't ask me this stuff. This is you. <laughs> this is the your. It thing. is. It is. Who am I? I don't know. I'm justified reasons, and this is bird droppings <laughs> <laughs> or justified reasoning. I don't know. I got close. Whatever it was, something like that. Uh, wow, well remembered. I didn't think I would remember, but I did, I, and I didn't know that I would remember. But like, here we are. I know. What a crazy day. What a day. Crazy month week. It's good to see you. Look Thank at you. you. I know. Did you dye your hair? Yeah, I got it more more purple pink today. Yep, that and looks, the light in here makes it look extra red pink. It's luminous. <laughs> Today uh, is the 112th <laughs> episode of this podcast. I'm James from the Watchtower Database YouTube channel. That's Brian over there. I'm, I'm here Brian. to show him uh, the entire DC animated universe. The watch. I'm not from the Watchtower Database. I'm, I'm associated with. I mean, but not a part of. Probably, but nice. you are not the Watchtower Database, Brian. No, no. no. No, you don't get to call yourself that if you have been unable to watch the last like three years of videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not by choice. So I feel yeah, like I know. maybe I can I'm claim forcing it you to not be the Watchtower database. Sorry, you just you're just intimidated by in my the controversial ability. air date order, <laughs> 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 so that he may view these shows the way human beings experienced them in the far gone days of the 1900s. At the time of this recording, 6:44 p.m. Thank you. Superman the Animated Series is streaming on Max. My dog. And available on DVD and Blu-ray. Canonically, my other dog. You know, what we're going to have to do... <laughs> it's canon. We're going to have to do at the live podcast where... Bring them? No, well... <laughs> Now I'm thinking about it, but I was before. I was just gonna say, anytime we do one of these like catchphrasey things, and I am Brian or my dog, my other dog, blah blah blah. Oh you yeah, have to just stand up like Richard Nixon, do peace signs in the air, for way to have applause rain down on you. You know what I mean? It's like has nothing. You're just oh oh oh. We're supposed to be oh oh sorry. <laughs> and if they don't do it, I'll just press the button. I uh, I thought you were gonna like say the like whole like singer at a concert like holding the microphone out <laughs> yeah you know how to do and then put it out of the audience yeah <laughs> i think that's what i'm that's what i'm gonna do when it's like i'm just gonna hold the microphone out through like the whole show and just like whenever people want to yell I, 
and I'm Brian, like just let them do it because they, they <laughs> gotta anytime, express themselves. Yeah. There's there's there'll be a mic in the audience, not for questions during mail time, but just for anyone at any time to come up and interrupt everything with. And I'm Brian. <laughs> Most creative gets it something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's not say this is happening. This isn't happening. But you know, I'm gonna make it happen. Brian will do it anyway. Uh, if you'd like to follow along, listener, you can head over to bit.ly slash watch DCAU. Link is in the show notes. Today we're watching Ghost in the Machine, mm-hmm, which was, mm-hmm. uh, your guess was it was Brainiac fucking up the day. Yeah. And another specifically Lex Luthor's day. Yeah. Yeah. You guessed great. that. I know. I think I might take a break from being right. I'm After just, this, like when we when I tell you the next one at the I end had of this such episode. A, I've just had such a good yeah. run. Like, I don't want you guys to expect this from me every time. So. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon here, I'm going to fuck it up and just play it off like <laughs> I, we get I meant to, to do it that way. Next podcast episode when I say that the next episode after that is WF, and then I will still won't tell you what that stands for, and then you'll have to still somehow try to guess what it is. <laughs> is that a spoiler? Like, Is it like uh, Wonder Woman and Flash? No. no. <laughs> why are you being so selective or so secretive about it i don't selective. know man i you know the longer we the longer i am the more i'm like do i need to because it really is probably not going to even be helpful for you at all I'm, de- I'm debating whether i just tell you then you can still guess but then i'll just reveal to you obviously more about it when we're there you know i don't know whatever what a fur that's what it stands for it was a code <laughs> <laughs> wow now i know yeah it was a weird title like mixius pixelated <laughs> yeah, it's a very what weird a title. fur yeah yeah what a uh ghost in the machine first aired mm-hmm. monday september 29th 1997 at 4 30 p.m on the wb Two days after our last episode, Monkey Fun. This aired number 27 and produced number 15. Wow. I don't know why, but it was. Uh, it was produced between Action Figures and Blasts from the Past Part 2. Breaking up the Part 1 to Part 2. So Ghost in the Machine is a movie from 1993. Okay. It's also some other stuff that I've gotten tripped. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, so stop. No Googling okay. before the I'm done. episode. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, this was written by Rich Fogel, who previously wrote Stolen Memories, Stealing Megories, mm-hmm. uh, Speed Demons, and Sons of the Father. <laughs> Sons of the Father. Uh, director is Hiroyuki Aoyama, who previously directed Two's a Crowd, also an animator on Akira, uh, recently found out. So that was a cool thing. Uh, yeah. We recently discovered he's responsible for the Clayface sequence at the end of Feet of Clay Part 2, where he's all swirly Ooh. and freaking out and all that stuff. So, what? So, good, like, the guy, this, this better yeah. have some good art. This is the guy, yeah. You, you're, uh, you're setting this up for a, like, whoa, this is going to be the prettiest episode well, ever. And also, music's by your guy, Lolita Ritmanis. My man. <laughs> Who previously composed seven episodes of Beat Has, as well as Lasak Part 1, The Way of All Flesh, My Girl, Target, Action Figures, and Monkey Fun. And animation is by TMS, Ooh. who previously animated seven episodes of BTAS and the Sega CD cutscenes, as well as a bunch of shit we've watched since then. <laughs> don't, don't do this to me, Jamie. Don't do this. Yeah. Well, what I can do to you is ask you, what are you drinking at this time? This? Polar Premium Seltzer Ginger Lime Mule. Hmm. It's a taste of donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking... 
twisted tea half and half. Oh, like a real redneck. (laughs) Real redneck or a real like 17 year old, like trying to be rebellious and getting hammered on twisted tea and smeared (laughs) off ice. All I knew of Twisted Tea was that video in the convenience store of the guy like smashing a can of Twisted Tea on the guy in front of him's head. You've not seen this? <laughs> no. That's all I knew about it for years. And then I had one at some like birthday party I was at and I was like, oh shit, this just tastes like tea. Like I can't even taste the alcohol in this at all. This is a bad idea. And, <laughs> but now I have a whole case of them in my fridge. So <laughs> how the times have changed, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> you're just making some decisions and it's, you know what? It's okay. You, you're, you're an adult. You can make those decisions to give yourself diabetes at, how old are you now? 26. Uh, uh, 27. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yeah. 1997. Yeah. If you, uh, listener would like to, uh, buy us some more diabetes or donkey juice, uh, you can head over to the link in the description to send us a yappy beverage and support the show. We'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode and we'll also do a push up for every dollar. So send yeah. us coffee for our health and your entertainment. How about that? Today's Yappy Bevs come to us from Mike the Tip Tapricot. Oh, again? Oh, you thirsty, thirsty boys stuck into the <sighs> desert boxes where you've been sweating and dehydrated for weeks now. Take these, whatever you're drinking, or get some water and hydrate if you don't have a drink, and free yourselves from, well, actually, you're going to be doing more yard work, but, or mm-hmm. more hard work. <laughs> that makes more sense. I bet both. It's the thought that counts, question mark. Yeah, and they bought three Yappy Bevs, which is equal to 15 push-ups. Let oh, us begin. Did I, mention, did I mention I was <laughs> moving boxes of all my art yes. books today? Did I mention I don't give a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't need to, Jamie. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, I chose some weird, like, diatonic scale or something to <laughs> see my <laughs> push-ups in. It kind of came naturally, you know? Nice. I'm really happy for you. I'll have to, Thank I'll have you. to sample that later. Now that we're out of breath, uh, let's go watch the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Okay. 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 So we meet again, Lex Luthor. In the flesh, so to speak, I managed to survive your betrayal by downloading into these computers. They control the Sky Sentry. Yes, I needed a way of attracting your attention. There's always email. Actually, I wanted to greet you in person, but as you can see, I'm not myself yet. So far, I've used these drones but they're far too primitive to finish the job. For that, I need your hands and your brilliance. You flatter me, Brainiac, but I already have a day job. I'm the head of the world's largest multinational corporation. Don't you think someone will notice I'm missing? No one's irreplaceable. Ms. Graves, I'm still pursuing my investigation. Cancel my appointments for tomorrow and no phone calls until you hear from me. Understood? 
Yes, sir. There. Shall we get to work? March 9th. March 9th. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. Just wanted to let you know that there are at least nine days in March. <laughs> from there, it's up to you. See you in Eugene. <laughs> On that day for a live taping of the podcast. Has anybody like not heard? Is there a person like that this is their first time? They're like, I'm going to listen to this. And they're like, March 9th? What, is, what are we hearing about this for? I just happen to be one town over from Eugene. And that's where it is. And I'm going to go there. I'm from the know. Springfield. Here's a sweet in the pot thing. Matt Groening. It's, it's the Simpsons one. Matt Groening of the Simpsons <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. said on record that uh, Springfield, Oregon is his inspiration for We should have said this weeks ago. <laughs> we should have. Just go back it's in time. One, it's the adjacent town to Eugene. Yeah. And, and there's all sorts go. of murals and stuff and official mm -hmm. stuff. So Big Simpsons stuff. It's like literally. We have the Jebediah Springfield statue. <laughs> we don't really have that. Um, you can take its head. Where? <laughs> where we're doing the podcast is like literally just a few miles away from that. So nice. Um, yeah. Friends, we're doing a live podcast. Yeah. There's so much information in the description it's really below. Coming up. It's coming mm -hmm. up in like a, a week. Like by the time uh, this is out, it's going to be yeah, a week and a day. One day. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> oh God. Uh, listener, we got to go prepare. We're ready. Yeah. We've memorized our lines. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst thing of it. Anyway, we don't have lines, but I'm still, I feel like I should be no. memorizing something. You memorize whatever you feel when you watch the episode. <laughs> Deal. You know, come watch the show with us. Come listen to us talk about the show. Um, get your opinions on the air in the crowd. Mm -hmm. Take a picture of James. Meet us. Touch us. He's not going to be wearing pants. Oh, yes, I will. Not after. And you... <laughs> I'll dress in a mercy costume. Dress in a mercy costume. <laughs> yeah. No pants. <laughs> That we'll have some some goodie bags of, of little treats and things, and we got posters that we can give to you, and you that says I was here at the thing or something like that. <laughs> we'll figure it out. That'd be cool stuff. And there's also us. Have you realized so how bad we are at like we're really bad at describing this? what's okay. Hard facts. Live podcast, yes. Eugene, Oregon, yes. March 9th. Yes. No admission. No. Check the description. Yes. Come hang out with us or else there's a google form to fill out to tell us if you're coming if you have changed your mind that you're definitely coming instead of i'd like to go or oh, fuck that i why would you even ask me this question i'm not coming you can still go to the form and edit your answer which gives us a better idea of who's actually coming yes so do that please. so do that and uh you need to do that right now i look Stop forward whatever to you're doing. seeing you if you're driving your car pull over <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you. <laughs> yes. And me. you as well. And, and you. you. Dylan. Dylan Pollock. So come come to the podcast. We'll see you soon. Tapricot's going to be theirs if that's better than meeting us, you know. I mean, I've, I've met Tip Tapricot, but I'm, I'm excited to meet Tip Tapricot again. We've met Tip Tapricot multiple times. Can you meet people multiple times? You just meet them once and then you engage with them. <laughs> you interact with them further. All right, here's the rest of the <laughs> Brian, if you would like to continue to do the podcast, just come on down to Sector 6. <laughs> With nothing weird going on down here, it's just cool stuff down here in Sector 6. <laughs> 
do you want to come on down to Sector 6 and help them see where the rest of the podcast is happening? I'll put an AI deep fake of you on the Zoom call to tell Mercy that you're fine. <laughs> I only did that because I think Dylan oh. said, or someone said, they're all Dylan, so it was Dylan, said, yeah. uh, oh, I can't wait for that to be overused when we get to the Brainiac episodes or whatever. <laughs> so I just had to throw in at least a few seconds. Just a few. <laughs> now is the time where I play this song. Sing up, sing up. If it's you're a good song. Sing up, sing up. What you just watched. Sing up, sing up. Take <laughs> a listen water. to the synopsis. The short and summary, which is sometimes kind of long. Bing. Bing. What happened in Ghost in the Machine, Brian? There was a if ghost. please. And there was a machine. <laughs> Holy shit. And Mercy got the short end of the stick. Were the ghost and the, and the machine the same person they're both brainiac yes. who is the ghost i, I think brainiac who's the machine hardack i think brainiac <laughs> hardack <laughs> <laughs> whoa what a combo if that ever happened you know yeah man right it'd be like two of the same but the act boys <laughs> yeah um, ac dc dc ac <laughs> all right continue <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sufficiently interrupted. <laughs> you just have this look on your face like, huh? <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah. Okay. Um, check this, everybody. Whoa. So... Yeah, record scratch. Wicked, wicked. Yeah, Jamie, <laughs> lay down a beat. Uh, hang on. I, got <laughs> <laughs> I Actually, there is some sort of... Uh, where is it? That one. <laughs> I thought you were going to have like a 90s hip hop kind of like... Uh, not nope. that nope, nope. <laughs> okay so um lex has got a big new toy it's a building pistol gun and it's supposed to shoot stuff out of the sky i can't wait to write the yuppie yuppie so guide and it just has that what you just said but like capitalize a little trademark symbol at the end <laughs> building pistol gun <laughs> uh so yeah lex has got this big new building gun and it's supposed to shoot stuff, and it doesn't. But it's okay, because Superman's here. And for some reason, Lois doesn't cut on to the fact that anytime something goes down, Clark goes missing, and she just straight out of She didn't head. care at all this time, yeah. She didn't work Not even a go, little yeah. bit. <laughs> and so Lex is like, I got to figure out why my building gun didn't work. And it turns out it's, it's Brainiac. And he's like, hey, I'm here, but I'm not here. And I'm gonna hold you hostage so you make me a body again. And, and he's mm-hmm. like, nope. And then, and then Hardak is like, yep. And then Brainiac is like, nope. And <laughs> the machine of the ghost, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, Lex he's held hostage, and uh, eats a bunch of nut bars. <laughs> yeah, basically, he eats a bunch of like chocolate, and he's just, you know, Brainiac is like, cool. Well, you're about to be dead. And Superman and Mercy are like, nah. <laughs> and they go to fight him. And then he fights back. And then there's some fighting. And then... <laughs> this is a great... 
synopsis. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Fast forward. <laughs> uh, fast forward. Yeah. Uh, they the 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 roof gun is working, and Superman shoots him and makes him a big magnet, and then everybody dies that is named Brainiac. And <laughs> there's uh, a lot of people. Over. Lex Lex uh, leaves Mercy to die, and Superman's like, Nah, I don't like that we're only gonna have brainiac die and then at the end of the episode lex is an asshole and superman doesn't do anything about it and now we all feel bad for mercy the end Mm -hmm. we have mercy for mercy whoa dylan's gonna say that exact line oh maybe (laughs) what we should have to like predict what dylan will say the same as us about (laughs) (laughs) i think he'll say "There, there was a ghost in the machine The official synopsis for this episode, Brainiac, having stored himself in LexCorp's computers, forces Lex Luthor to build him a new body, while Superman and Mercy Graves team up to rescue Mercy's ungrateful boss. (laughs) Uh, And I realized that I never read uh, the Monkey Fun official synopsis last time, and we just blew right past it, so I'm going to read that to you as well. So remember last time where Superman encounters Titano, a monkey lost in outer space when Lois was a child. After Lois and Titano are reunited, the monkey goes through a metamorphous, growing into a (laughs) rampaging King Kong-sized chimp who Superman must take on to save Metropolis from the primate's uncontrolled scourge. (laughs) I see why you wanted to read that. You you didn't want to let that one slide. No. (laughs) There There were several bits that I was like... Oh, man, I didn't get to say this. <laughs> It'd be real cool if I did. Uh, yeah, but anyway, Ghost in the Machine. We already talked about monkeys. We did. We had a whole conversation. This is a good episode. We watched it uh, in your new house living room with your girlfriend. Yes. I think welcome, she liked it, too. Welcome. Yeah. She. <laughs> I couldn't I like, hear most of what she was saying, but. <laughs> oh, uh, she had a lot of actually like pretty good commentary. None of which you'll remember for this, but oh no, there was some things like the first like first sign of mercy. She's like, I- is she wearing pants or no? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you, were, I think you said no. Yeah. <laughs> Never. I assume she's wearing some skirt that is shorter than the jacket, but you never. I don't think you ever get to find out. <laughs> so she might not Maybe be. We don't need to. I mean, she was rubbing on Lex's shoulder at the start, making sure he didn't go out there half cocked, only full cocked. From yeah, you know, he was completely sex. cocked. Yeah. What? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. I think Alora liked it. She she laughed at some of the more ridiculous things. She had commentary like. <laughs> yeah like mine of you know things where i'm just like oh, why is why is he doing that now why is superman throwing pieces of a bridge into the water or whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah she's just like imagine the what you say environmentalists like going into the harbor to check what's down <laughs> yeah. there it's just yeah happens missiles multiple and times a week and yeah. tanks and everything yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just thrown in the water they'll be safe in here <laughs> superman and maybe on krypton water can just like dissolve things or something but here it's just water <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's extra salty. I don't know. But yeah, the other one is she laughed pretty hard at the moment. I think we all did. Where yeah. Clark just like palms a rocket, and just like missile. Yeah, just like points at it. He's like, "No, you stay, you stay." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a very memorably funny, but also just like cool moment of the episode. Is Superman yeah. just grabbing a rocket like like it's nothing? Like, <laughs> which I, he, yeah, I laughed. 
Yeah. I laughed. Like it's yeah. pretty like the timing yeah. of it is just a little humorous, <laughs> but it is cool. Well, I think yeah, I think that there's a lot of purposeful stuff like that in this episode. Like on one hand, I do think the scene of him trying to save the bridge pieces and that whole thing kind of dragged on and was a little felt felt like shades of what do we do? Like what do we what do we how do we make him stop it that's unique and he hasn't already done this in some other episode you know, or isn't boring or whatever. And they did the, the train thing yeah. and like getting closer and closer to the train. Yeah. Like that's kind of a I thought he was gonna like Scooby Doo run. <laughs> yeah, these little uh, Fred Flintstone toes on top of the <laughs> train. <laughs> sound effect. He just yeah. Wilma <laughs> Or however Lois, Fred sounds. Yeah, well, yeah who knows? <laughs> I'm not going to try. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were doing a family guy thing. My brain's got all sorts <laughs> Lois, of cartoons yeah, confused. Peter, she says back. Peter man. It was, Peter man. It was a crossover with family guy. We didn't know because they were only on the train. We didn't get to see who was in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the other moments like catching the missile or uh-huh. when he just blasts through the ceiling and curb stomps the little robots into the ground like all of a sudden <laughs> like what's gonna happen with mercy and then <laughs> on top of them fucking goomba stomps you hear <laughs> yeah. a mario sound effect <laughs> it just feels like those are almost purposely a little comedic like to just be like a show-offy like superman like it's That's... we know it's ridiculous that superman can do these things that a normal person doing the same thing could not survive or whatever yeah i mean that was that was another one of those moments it's like i mean cool but like comical when like the rocket that he palmed explodes and just like left with superman clothes and like burned off his other clothes and laura's like wait it it burned off his other clothes and he's got perfect hair (laughs) yeah it made these little floopy come down when it exploded yeah right right what if that's how superman gets ready like we don't see like Clark, we always see him like adjusting his tie and running out of the room. Yeah. Realistically, what he's doing is he like pulls a back. pin on he pulls a pin on a grenade and just holds it and he's like, yeah. and then this he's like the only perfectly way to Superman. My Clark Kent clothes are also made of Kryptonian fabric or whatever. So <laughs> the only way to destroy them is with an explosion that'll burst them off of my body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I mean, I do my hair real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, we Perfect. also had the missiles at the start that he's having trouble. Like one of them just completely like slams into him and he just like kicks it away or whatever. And then the other one yeah. he punches upward he just and he just uppercuts hopes that, it. Yeah. He just <laughs> hopes that they miss the building because he doesn't go after them any further. <laughs> and luckily they do and they make a pretty keen explosion in the water. But yeah, they yeah. Akira up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. For me, like the perspective of it was like, you know, of course, with the cartoon, it's like two dimensional. It's drawn to be three dimensional. I get that. But like the rockets kind of just going over, like, yeah. you know, just missing the building kind of looks like they're going to go straight into the side of it. Like, yeah. After everything yeah. he did. Well, and the and the missile that he catches as it's coming toward his window and you first hear it like wailing outside and, and then you see it hovering toward the bill. It's just like a looped animation of the smoke behind it that in in its entirety is like shifting down like nearer to the building. It's not getting any closer. Yeah. It's just like moving downward. And like compared to all the other really good <laughs> animation in this episode, it was just like kind of stuck out as like you didn't try just a little bit harder with that <laughs> one. But you know what you know, you know what I found was really interesting in this episode and something I hadn't seen on other ones yeah. so much. This seemed very prominent. Like they really focused on the depth and there was like yeah. these like almost like bicycle gear changes or like car if you will yeah changes of 
they're so far away that there's not really a face. They're far right. away and their face looks demented, but there's a little bit of movement and then they yeah. shift into their gear closer and now they have like a full on well animated face. Yeah. It's weird that it was like so temperamental like that. You're used to seeing like, oh, they're really far away, so they don't draw as much detail, and it's just this weird little South Park Canadian head flapping in the background. <laughs> but this one did have like I think when the uh, roof gun fails and Luthor is like walking closer to camera. Yeah, his face goes from like the tiny, like dotted eyes, line mouth mm-hmm. to like a fully detailed face over the course of the shot. Like it gets more and more detailed the closer he gets to the camera. Yeah. And I have it a few times with other people. I appreciated mm-hmm. that more than just sticking to one or the other. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I, I I don't think I've seen it before, and so it seemed a little bit jarring. Well, there's just a lot of really good detail in this. There's a lot of detail. Yeah. Like Lex Luthor's little beard hairs was a good yeah. touch and his like dark circles dark under circle, his eyes yeah. and stuff. And, and then his, his D's nuts bars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love nuts as he's shoving them in his mouth. But the the little <laughs> crab robots also crab walking around people, crab, crab robots. People. <laughs> Smell like crab, <laughs> look like robots. Uh, <laughs> whenever they're burst into pieces or melted or whatever, there's just a lot of extra detail that might not have been there in a different animation studio or whatever. It's mm. just one of those I, I've come to appreciate a TMS much more over the years of like, no, I want to see all this anime quality, like sheen across highlights of things or extra little yeah. tiny details that no one else is going to do or whatever. Yeah. But can we talk about how robots melt? Melt? <laughs> yeah. You're, so what are these robots made of? Like Clayface? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I we know the answer to that question later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it was it was uh, a little weird the way they just and then become a puddle like they don't just instantly like they're not yeah they go <laughs> actively from, melting they go from <laughs> sound effect to <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> just immediately so Mercy's not like weirded out by that at all <laughs> what, did we have Play-Doh robots in Sector Six I don't remember coming up with that but I guess we must have. <laughs> I want to know how Brainiac's hologram deepfake of Luthor works from the perspective of the person on the other side of the camera because we see Brainiac create a like I assume hologram of Lex but it's yeah. not there in real life it's only there on the screen when you look oh. at him but we mm-hmm. see a like camera view of Lex at his desk with Mercy on a screen next to him what what's that one for? Is that one just to show Luthor? <laughs> like, what's the purpose of that version? You know, <laughs> I think I think that's the feed from his desk camera thing, and I think it was like a we're gonna hack into the mainframe. I don't think it was a hologram yeah. of Lex at his desk. I think it was an animation, yeah, or like a CGI of Lex yeah, at his desk. It's just on the screen. Yeah, yeah, but does that mean he has a little GoPro on the corner of his desk looking at him at all times so that we can, <laughs> we can see that as the audience also? Like yes. when we see him look well, talking to Mercy, we also see Mercy's screen next to him. So why are we also seeing him? Jamie, you know? you're you're saying this like you don't know for a fact that Lex is a cam girl. <laughs> he does have an OnlyFans, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> have you been to Lex's OnlyFans lately? It's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> the boots. He's, you want me to put the boots on? 
Yeah. The amount uh, of people on that uh, that reel that comment about your your impression is <laughs> yeah amazing. I'm flattered. I, I I've been uh, happy with how well that one's doing. Uh, it's it's not doing Batman through a chair out the window numbers, but it's doing <laughs> you know pretty good. It's doing the second best, I think, of all of them so far. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> people have been uh, enjoying just. Little mouth flaps I put on Superman. That, Hi, how are you? <laughs> I had to like really meticulously do those. Yeah, I mean, it was worth it. Yeah. It 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 shows, man. Like people, I think the people who there's the people who like our our stuff just for the ridiculousness that they like our stuff. But then there's I, I think a lot of those names that I saw in the comments weren't people that necessarily listen to the podcast yeah like there's yeah. a lot i didn't recognize you gotta hope that people find the podcast from that like that's the whole point but mm. i also just enjoy seeing people go like hey funny thing I'm like yeah you're right thank you did <laughs> <laughs> we did make a funny jamie thing. did the thing yeah uh let's talk about the cast of this episode jamie let's it's, talk about the I'm cast gonna, we're gonna talk episode. about it let's talk about yeah so we got like tom clancy is rainbow six mm-hmm Okay, we got uh, <laughs> Milliner Muffins as Lois. <laughs> we got Borderlands movie trailer as not looking very good. Can we, can we talk? Can we can we talk about sidebar? Can we just have a, can we just have a moment to talk about the Borderlands trailer? <laughs> How it just looks like someone that's never played Borderlands when I know what Borderlands is. <laughs> I am willing, much like the. Did I just do the like Ludwig adjust in my chair to talk about this thing? <laughs> Okay, we're both from New Hampshire. Yeah. We gotta talk about this. Come in, come in closer. Yeah, <laughs> zoom. Um, yep. The Borderlands. Tra- <laughs> so I, I am as willing to entertain the idea of something different as I am with Avatar. And like, sure. Watch the first episode, and I'm like, okay, cool. It's not the I've cartoon. Two That's episodes fine. now, and I've still had the same like. All right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some stuff they do really well. Some stuff that's yeah terrible. Confusing. But like, it's fine. Yeah. Borderlands, like the biggest issue is everyone's like, oh, they're old, they're old. And I'm like, I don't really care about the age. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I'm just like scared that I'm I'm knocking on the door of a hundred, but um <laughs> Yep. I don't really care about the people's age. I care more about the vibe of it. Like that's one of the reasons I I love like Black Mirror. Because it's like cool. I don't know yeah. anybody on the screen, and yeah. it's so much more believable. Like do we gotta get and even Kevin if Hart? I do, do we I get can Jamie see past them being some character I know them as already or whatever. Yeah, yeah. they for the most part it looks like they chose people that nobody can see beyond. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's yeah. maybe where people's concern lies. So I don't know. I'm gonna go see it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jack Black as Brainiac in this episode. <laughs> Tim Daly as Superman slash Clark Kent. Dana Delaney as Lois Lane. Clancy Brown as Lex Luthor. Corey Burton as Brainiac. Lisa Edelstein as Mercy Graves, Lori Fraser as Secretary. I guess Mister Luthar. Well, he's busy. Oh yeah, uh, lady. Uh, she was previously Lizzie in My Girl, one, uh, who was the shorter blonde of the two women that come to kidnap uh, Lana Lang from her fashion show at the start of the episode. That Got had it. nothing to do with the rest of the episode. And last, we have Michael Horse as a Sky Sentry Operator, uh, who I don't think barely said shit. Uh, he's hauling Long Shadow and Young Justice, Deputy Tommy Hawk Hill in Twin Peaks in several episodes of this. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. 
Uh, that's why I put that there for you. Thank you. And he's Big Chief Fancy Pants in Duckman Private Dick. <laughs> I do this just to see your disappointment. <laughs> I'm. I have. I just have to buy it. Like it's. I found it on DVD. You just have to watch like, this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. We'll we'll hear every DCAU voice actor and not realize we're hearing any of them because yes. they're always they're always just some one time person or whatever. Yeah. I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that guy. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Michael Horse. Uh, Tribs. Yes. Brainiac's takeover of LexCorp's computer systems was foreshadowed in the end of Stolen Memories. Do you remember this? Do you see the code uh, on the computer for a second? Uh, I don't. I, I don't know if I recall, but I am not surprised any time a supervillain is about to make a comeback. That's kind of what the last yeah. shot of all these episodes is. Well, yeah, the la- the the final, oh, he's going to be there, was it was the some guy in Luthor's computer lab <laughs> being like, there's some strange code left on the thing, and Luthor's like, fuck it, I don't care, I'll let, we're leaving. And then there's like a close-up of the screen, there's a bunch of little brainiac triangles in the music. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, the title of this episode is a reference to a phrase coined by British philosopher Gilbert Ryle to describe Rene Descartes' concept of mind and body dualism. It is meant to describe how a spiritual mind or consciousness, the ghost, can occupy and somehow control a physical, mechanical body, the machine. The phrase has since been frequently used to describe artificial intelligence in uh, whatever science fiction, blah, 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 blah things. You know? Jamie, I fell asleep during that whole thing. Thank you. The beginning (laughs) grossly exaggerates the dimensions of the Sidewinder missile, which is closer in size to the missile Brainiac fires through Clark Kent's apartment window in reality. Oh. I I would not know that at all, but (laughs) Superman needed to punch big missiles, I guess, you know? Uh, while flying away with the missile aimed at his apartment, Clark is wearing a shirt with rolled up sleeves and nothing underneath. However, when it detonates, the shirt's blasted away, revealing his Superman costume with full length sleeves. <laughs> yeah, he had those rolled up underneath too. When yeah, the clothes blew off, the sleeves fell down. The That's force, fine. the force of the blast rolled down the sleeves. Why, yeah. why, why do people have a problem with this? <laughs> I don't know. Or he's Superman was also wearing skin colored sleeves over, <laughs> so he could roll up his sleeves and no one would notice. <laughs> Uh, last I've got at the very beginning during the title screen, the music sounds almost exactly like the theme for Krypton composed by John Williams for Superman, the movie. Uh, I don't oh. know if that's intentional or not, but yeah, it's when, uh, you see the title of the episode, there's like a trumpet or whatever from Superman. I don't know. It's, I, I listened for it and it did sound similar. The end. Wow. Keen effects. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the water explosion. Lot. Yeah, there's lots of keen effects. I did really like. I had a triv that I skipped just now because it says uh, two missiles exploding under the surface would create two distinct though overlapping water funnels rather than one big funnel. And I skipped that because I don't give a shit. <laughs> it looked yeah. really cool the way it like very quickly like like it did like a two little flashes that immediately became a big wave uh yeah and it looked really keen it was and we, we both it was were like, awesome oh, wow yeah it totally did like the way i was like oh it's very akira or whatever and you said yeah, yeah. in a way that made me think that like this is footage from akira or something oh, like, no. it, but it had it had that kind of um rhythm again that it. like time modulation or yeah. whatever you want to say 
that when was you were sweet. talking about people's facial features getting more detailed the f- closer they were. I thought you were also going to, at first I thought you were talking about like a TMS seems to be good at this of something really far away, even if it's traveling t- toward you at the same like super speed or whatever is going to still look like it's getting gradually close to you until it's really close. And then it kind of shoots by. And that happens like a lot in this with like when Brainiac tries to football tackle Superman and just runs into a wall. (laughs) 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 You both laughed really hard at that. That That was was amazing. But the missiles do that. There's a bunch of stuff like that in this with just, just a lot of good uh, timing of, of, depth and motion and stuff i mean it's like we, we just keep saying it again it's that like kind of anime timing yeah it's great all of brainiac's zappy things were very keen that and was one of the, the keenest things for me i couldn't yeah. quite figure out how they had that animation done because it was like it didn't look it was probably repeating but it not in a way that was super yeah. obvious to me yeah it wasn't just the clearly three drawings of lightning over and over that even and Superman shooting the big gun at Brainiac was also like a really cool that like it felt hot. Like, I don't know how to yeah, explain it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, I was, I, I was kind of taken aback by that. Cause it was like, okay, first off it did, did, is it like a magnet gun or did the force of the two blasts together I, make magnet? I forgot how it was going to turn Brainiac into a magnet. And so I was, I should have listened for that when Luthor was explaining the gun at the start, but I don't think he said anything about like, Oh, don't worry. This gun will make the magnets. Like <laughs> it'll be okay. The well, missiles that's my will thought. just become like, magnets now. It's like <laughs> okay, so they're gonna like slam into the building harder now because they're magnetized? Or it like uses magnetism to power down the rocket somehow. I don't really know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I was confused. But whatever, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that, that whole gun fire thing, like I had no yeah. idea what was gonna come. I'm like, oh, it's gonna shoot like a like a Tommy gun. It's gonna be blasting. <laughs> yeah. But instead it did that whole like uh, Alora made some like comment of like the Harry Potter wand thing. Yeah. And uh with the uh, yeah, with the beams hitting each other and colliding yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah, and it was I I don't know, I d I don't think I expected Lex's guns to be stronger <laughs> than Brainiac's fists <laughs> fist blasts. <laughs> But, uh, Brainiac's fist blast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was great. There's a there was just a lot. There's a lot to choose from in this episode for keen effects. Yeah, and there's just a lot of good like I don't. I guess you could call them like particles or something. Just a lot of like like the debris flying off of the when stuff's getting magnetized away or just any electricity is happening. And there's a lot of little sparks and little just little like tiny flakes of things <laughs> that I enjoy seeing in these TMS episodes. Did you, did you catch the smudge? Where? Where? When they're, when Superman and Mercy are walking towards the elevator, there's a mm-hmm. pan, almost like uh, somebody had ink on their hand and they kind of like oh. on the thing and it like panned with it for a moment. It was in like the upper, oh. it's like upper left third-ish. Wow. And it, Damn. it panned along. <laughs> <laughs> clearly Dan Reba's fault whenever something like this happened. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that. I, I, I noticed a handful of like, like sometimes when those bright things are happening, electricity or big gun bursts or whatever, that there's kind of like unavoidable lens flary bloom stuff on the camera lens that I mm-hmm. think is really cool. And like, tactile and <laughs> makes you feel like oh yeah this was a real painting and drawing and stuff like that like it's just a cool that thing that i enjoy yeah. i think that's the coolest thing and i still want to like 
bug Dan to see if I can get my hands on some 35 millimeter cells <laughs> right, or something. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's one of the things for me that I love so much about like working in the dark room is that you can get yeah. these like, I think the argument will always be for digital photographers and digital like photo manipulators, digital artists, whatever you want to call them. That you um, want to have the ability to you can do, do that on purpose. You can do anything. You can make anything look like anything. And it's amazing. Like what a cool mm. world we live in. But I like the fact that I can like hold a flashlight up to this paper and yeah. like mess it up intentionally. And on purpose. Yeah. And yeah. like not ever get that exact thing twice. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's cool to see that like bleeding over into animation because yeah. it's like, oh, it's analog. It's like the, you know, J.J. Abrams being made fun of for lens, too many lens flares and all that. Mm-hmm. But in the first Star Trek movie he did, I didn't know this at the time. I just thought, oh, yeah, like, you know, he used lens flare plug-in number seven for After Effects or whatever, like everyone else does. But he had guys, like, on set just right off camera just shining flashlights at the camera lens Sweet. to, like, create that happening and so it's still overdone, but it's like a cool, like, oh, everything's so futuristic and shiny. And we did this with guys that were just like, right camera, you know, like it's not going to those like $5 Walmart LED flashlights. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was best boy three in the corner of the room. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. sweet, man. I do. I, yeah. I appreciate that. And whether it's an accident or not, it's, it's a lot more tangible than I think, yeah. you know, I think it helps make like Lex's basement dwelling so much like dirtier and, and like scarier mm. that it's not, he, he, I don't know. It feels more real that he's actually stuck in some dingy place. He doesn't want to be in with a bunch of unavoidable dirt and stuff. Lex and the unavoidable dirt. <laughs> so dumb. Why do we do this shit? <laughs> I do like, like every time that we do one of these, sometimes we'll not like every once in a while we'll not think of a subtitle as right as it's happening and i have to make one up listening back but even then like if i just read through the list of episodes just every title is so ridiculous and just it's just such a stupid like thing that we've made be part of this and that's your fault for on leather wings being bruce wayne goes to the zoo or whatever (laughs) and it's just stuck from there (laughs) see on leather wings has had a had an impact on the podcast you're right i should put it at my number one <laughs> i agree superman's powers did he have any new powers or weaknesses in this episode i want to like call him like superman colon the missile catcher or something like that <laughs> that's just strength i, guess. I know I but he's just so like well <laughs> question i have i guess is like it made me wonder how how does superman's strength work in tandem with his flight when he's trying to like hold up the bridge, because oh, like, what know. is he exerting force from? <laughs> he's like, oh man, this invisible barrier <laughs> is is getting really tough to not touch the train with. Like, I don't know his telekinesis. <laughs> we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. His tactile telekinesis. Yeah, I mean, I also Brainiac grabbing his wrists. And I and I thought he was going to use his microwave hand on him again. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yeah, microwave hand. But then he just, I've made some improvements or whatever, and then just zaps him with electricity. I'm like, ah, oh, microwave hand was cool, man. You had, <laughs> you had it down before. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Superman went ow at the at being jellyfished by Brainiac. But he <laughs> when he microwave handed him in his first episode, he was just like, oh, my God, I'm so weak immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
No, this one was just know. kind of like, a, oh, yeah, we know he doesn't like to get zapped. Whatever. Uh, Superman has the power to know how to work the roof gun. <laughs> Can we just have a little conversation about that? I think I started rattling off an incorrect Konami code because I couldn't think of. <laughs> You're pretty close. It up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Select yeah. start. B, a, B, start. A, yeah. Right? Wow. Something like that. Yeah, because you, you just see kind of a repeating animation of Superman's fingers just tapping buttons. And he we're was, like, oh, he I was guess Jamie he knows on a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. like, if there was a big red like on button and a joystick, I wouldn't question it. The fact that yeah. it was like 40 unmarked buttons and Superman's just and the gun's like, got it, master. Shoot, Brainiac. Understood. I am controlled by Brainiac, but I will do it anyway. That one. I also have questions about that. Yeah, I've not thought about that till this watch of the episode was that Uh like clearly Brainiac was sabotaging the thing at the start. But then when it needs to be used on Brainiac, he forgot that he could control it. (laughs) Like, I don't don't know. My my only thought with that is that maybe somehow because they're like, oh, this is from this room is where you control the sentry or whatever it's called. And then that was his discovery of like, oh, it was Brainiac that fucked up my show off to the army or whatever. And then show and tell <laughs> army show and tell is another good. <laughs> so, but uh, problem was like they move it down into that room, but do they plug it back into the systems or is it just like sitting there? It must be plugged into the wall at least, but I don't know if Brainiac can live wire his way into it through <laughs> a outlet. You know, I does know. he have control when he's not plugged in? I don't know. I guess the world <laughs> may never know. I did like Brainiacs, like I, ready and prepared or whatever, and then you just hip thrusts and lightning shoots out all of his <laughs> limbs or whatever. It's like, did you really have to do this little kooky little move? I am on now. <laughs> it just looked a little silly. I don't know. I mean, how do you get out of bed, man? <laughs> yeah, I am prepared. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go make some coffee. <laughs> Should I add Superman's, like, Superman's ability, like, I don't know, n- knowing how to use a computer, knowing how to use the gun without any... <laughs> is that really a thing? I don't know. Maybe... <laughs> we have shit like OxyCling holding breath a long time. Like, that's <laughs> And condiment secretion. <laughs> I think we could, we could do... I don't know. What What's it called when... <laughs> Like nephew computer knowledge or whatever. Like when you need, oh, I don't know how to do this thing. Can you come over? And he's like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> useful nephew knowledge or something like that. Uh, nephew level electronic. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> I can't do this. My brain is just breaking trying to make a name for this. Listener, write in uh, and let us know what we've Yeah, missed. give us a better name for this. Include the word nephew, though. It must be. <laughs> uh, how strong? One through ten. Uh, strong enough to just hold a missile in the air. A sidewind the missile? Yeah. <laughs> or not. I don't um, know, man. Um, He was pretty... He's it seemed as though he was pretty strong. Mm-hmm. I'll give him, I'll give him 5.8, uh, <laughs> crab, crab robots out of 10. <laughs> I was going to do crab robots, but I have Shit. a plan B. Sorry. I'm going to do seven and a half. Cause he, he punched missiles out of the sky and he <laughs> held he a bridge and that. stuff. 
seven and a half ice cold coffees. <laughs> <laughs> that that was one of my favorite bits too. Where he like picks up the coffees, like it's ice cold, and then it's I had ice cold, and then yeah. I had to be an asshole and be like, and somebody's put ice in this coffee because <laughs> it would just be lukewarm. It wouldn't be ice cold. <laughs> just do the airplane thing. Luthor never orders iced coffee at home. <laughs> he must be missing. I also that makes me wonder like did mercy just think that luthor was cooped up in his office for like a week like he I, never I left don't know. anyway does he like, have a bathroom in there does he have yeah. a kitchen in there does- <laughs> oh and another thing with his office that the start of the we've seen so many episodes now where his office is the top floor of the building. Like not anymore, baby. He has a row of windows around the outside. That's clearly where his office is. But then in this episode, the the roof opens its penis dome shape into a (laughs) viewing platform for missiles. And there's like a big like staircase leading up to a like council of army men and all this stuff that would not, it's way bigger than his office anyway. And it's just like, where was this? Is this hiding one floor up above his office the whole time? Uh, he's <laughs> or gotta, maybe that is the roof roof. And the roof actually has like a dome even more on top of it. Man, I don't know. Who knows? All I know is that I, I do. I got another one of those things. I'd love you to TikTok. <laughs> okay. I want it. I want it to be just one of those like memes that ends too fast. And you just have Lex. <laughs> Like, come up to his lectern and be like, Lex, maybe Lextern. I have Lex come up to his lectern and be like, there are two Sidewinder missiles on their way to this building. And then it just like immediately cut to like everybody's shock. And then it cuts to those two missiles and then like the Akira explosion. I really like the way he does a little like tongue click before that, too. He's like, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. There are two sidewinders. <laughs> like, like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> it was really well delivered. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Superman doesn't even have time to change. And then it just. <laughs> the, the smoke, smoke clears, clears. just Superman. He's standing, he's standing there in his Superman costume. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Perfect shit. hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, that actually oh happens in, in Batman v Superman. And Superman goes like to to say something at court, and a guy's wheelchair with, has a bomb in it and explodes in the entire like courtroom, and all these senators and everything just blow up. And then it just cuts back to inside where everything and everyone is on fire and burning and dead, and Superman standing in the middle of it, going like, "God." Damn. (laughs) And it's supposed to be this really emotional, like it's in slow motion and he looks so sad, but it's just always funny to me where he's fucking hell. Like I could have done something, but I just didn't. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm going to have to look out for that. (laughs) You'll have to watch Batman v Superman. I guess so. Is it good? Uh, Sometimes. Where's Clayface? He's the melted robot. He's the melted robot. Done. He's bald, I'm bald, we're all bald But who's the baddest bald of all? It's James and Brian's final call The Balderarchy <laughs> So that's going to be weirdly uh, offbeat Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Now we, <laughs> we Also have, there was um, a lag like three quarters of the way through So the tempo changed for me at the end <laughs> it, I, I got off tempo a little bit I'd, Oh shit and get him in 
Uh, we have Brainiac and Lex in this episode, so I don't know. Although Lex wasn't much of an antagonist except oh, to Mercy. to Mercy. He's a piece of shit, though. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, uh, Brainiac. Or the crabs. Or, I mean, yeah. yeah. Brainiac. Missiles. I guess. <laughs> Missiles, yeah. They were so bald. No hair at all. Um, <laughs> Just a fucking toupee on a couple of missiles. Uh, cool. Yeah, it was Brainiac. He he was bad. Yes. And bald. He was the baldest bad of all. Yeah. Uh, books or hip-hop for this? Books. Hmm. Hip-hop. Nice. I'm proud of you. I sound a little bit like Christopher Walken. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> I kept this brainiac in my ass <laughs> through the war. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Top ten. What are What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you top ten? I'm top ten, and this isn't Christopher Walken at all. This is Javi Bullock or something. <laughs> that, ba- that, that baby picture of a baby. <laughs> For the listener, there's a there's a little class at the library that I take my kid to, and. The <laughs> last couple times we've been there, this is very, very small, very chunky, very like, I don't know, like hulking shoulders of a baby mm-hmm. <laughs> that <laughs> has been staring at me a lot. Like he apparently the mom was like, oh, he likes people with glasses. He likes glasses. So he's just been staring at me. But he was giving me these really like kind of eyebrow raisy, like squinty eyed, like not so sure about you kind of looks. And it was just a very Harvey Bullock looking facial expression. So I sent a picture of it to Brian being like, it looks like this baby's about to tell me to get up on the Hydra's back. Uh, but like, it really does. It looks like Bullock without hair. Yeah. Like it's like he strangely. Just needs that little hat that he wears, his little detective hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really um, something. Yeah. I'll read my top 10 in reverse okay i've got mixius pixelated double dose speed demons my girl brave new metropolis main man part two little piece of home two's a crowd wave all flesh and last son of krypton parts one through three yes or sorry one two three when it's like that uh (laughs) i think i'm gonna put this one pretty high i liked it quite a bit because of the art i think we didn't talk about at all how one of my favorite parts was just like giving a shit about mercy for once like yeah just kind of been there and then then this one like you actually like oh shit like (laughs) she's really being treated horribly by lex and then also just like learning more about her backstory and kind of that kind of stuff i mean it was was just a drop in the bucket of a backstory but like still still i by the end of the episode i was like mercy like slam his dick in the door yeah like, come <laughs> on. i'm waiting and like god damn it yeah yeah like i was really yeah. like pulling for her to get some comeuppance but that didn't happen yeah. i'm hoping that'll happen in the future maybe um i think i'm gonna put this at like number four whoa which is above a little piece of home and it kicks mixius pixelated off of my list so soon gone so soon thank fucking god <laughs> i i realized that so we had two's a crowd was also was the parasite with the guy in his head yeah. uh, episode yeah uh, uh, aka hot tub and <laughs> he <laughs> oh that was the hot tub episode <laughs> that was hot also tub. the other uh, animated by TMS and written by Rich Fogel episode uh. and I think that's a good crossover in my brain now of like yep that's the combo that I like <laughs> whatever because yeah. I was they're very unique stories like unpredictable what's going to happen and like not seen in another medium kind of a thing you know what? that's and, true i didn't i didn't have any uh, of those moments where i'm like 
he's gonna uppercut the rocket there it is yeah <laughs> yeah most of the episodes were spending going okay yeah he's gonna do this like yeah. obviously yeah. he's gonna oh metallo ripped uh, the thing off what a surprise or whatever that's yeah. A good point. yeah that might actually you, i don't mean to influence your uh, position no it's, you can put it wherever you want so my my list from 10 to 1 is blast from the past speed demons my girls double doses my the girls. mains man's part twos way of all fleshes to a crowds brave new worlds a little's piece of homes last son of krypton's part one two three you were adding s's i get it dude (laughs) it's funny right thank you um are you putting this so i was thinking like you know like more i i i sorry lobo fanboy um i like this better than main man part two and i was like Mm -hmm. okay i could put it i could put it at number at number six and then i was thinking about like way of all flesh and like the good story but i think i'm Mm -hmm. also do i do i like it more than two's a crowd (laughs) that was that was i was back and forth with that because i was just like i don't know both of those felt very uh darker i guess yeah like more uh unpredictable and and dark and good <laughs> i don't know it's not first or second uh the other day when i was reading the titles out loud and not paying attention to what i was saying <laughs> oh yeah anyway ghost in the machine i definitely didn't read that one yeah. it's ghost in the machine and yes you did read that one. <laughs> um jamie i don't know is it gonna be i think i, I think yeah i'm gonna put it <laughs> it was such a hard time. Yeah, I think I am. I think <laughs> it I'm, just I'm, keeps I'm, erasing it <laughs> in different spots. I think I put. No, how does this I, here? No. How does this one? Brave new it's under brave new world. metropolis, but above two's a crowd. I can get behind that. I suppose it's not what I did, but you know, this is a hard one. I don't know. No if one struggled can this see much. this. Just make a decision. Ghost in the machine, <laughs> number four. All right, knocking off. off blast from the past. Yeah. Do you remember what Blast from the Past was? Uh, not by title. It's Jaxer and Mala come out of the Phantom Zone and oh, yeah. we're from Krypton. We're Krypton Hitler. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah, that was a good one. I'm also going to put this on the opt-in. Well, Are you? you? I am. <gasps> Where are you putting uh, it? I think I will put it... If I put something else, I mean, it'll kick off the, way of the one I've already put on there, but that's uh-huh. okay. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I have, we have such good Batman episodes on. We have such here, so it's good so hard to Batman episodes. To, but we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Riddler's reform. Uh, almost I got him. Ju- I th- I wish. No. Okay. Here's a problem. <sighs> Somehow, among all the times that we've changed the title of this document and all this re- restructuring I've done and whatever. Uh-huh. It says shuffles remaining. You have ten, and I have two. That can't possibly be right. <laughs> I don't know what they actually are. Because did we start? With, I think we started with five, and then went. That's not enough, and made it ten there. But you've clearly done. Oh yeah, now it's one and twelve. Perfect. Yeah. I, you've you. We've both done at least one shuffle, if not two. I think we've already. done two. I'm just gonna make both of ours eight, and we'll just say that that's what it is. But I, I think I'm gonna use. Can I use a shuffle on the Yoptin? Is this a thing? <laughs> I don't know. Because when I'm looking at it, I have second chance above Riddler's reform. Uh-huh. And I know that I want to trust past James that he did that correctly, but I feel like that those should be flipped. 
And because I, I want to put this is the thing. Ghost in the Machine this, above Second Chance, but not above Riddler's Reform. This is the thing. <laughs> yeah, I want to say that you shouldn't only because this is kind yeah. of the dilemma that we've talked about the whole time. Everyone being like, ah, every BTAS episode is thing. pure yeah. gold. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have faith in yourself. Okay. Well, then I will put it above Second Chance, which also puts it above Riddler's Reform and a Bullet for Bullock, Ghost in the Machine, which kicks off the Way of All Flesh. That's okay. Bullet for Bullock is dangerously close to the edge. There. I mean, I think Bullet for Bullock is like a fun. It's a very well done, fun episode, and it had really good music. But like the fact that it'll be the next one to be kicked off my Yop Ten. Yeah doesn't hurt me as much as when it gets to stuff like, you know, on leather wings <laughs> or Robin's reckoning that stuff. I know um, Robin's reckoning religious form almost got him. Like these are like memorable <laughs> episodes. Mm-hmm. Be, I don't, I can't believe beware of the great ghost is so low on mine, to be honest. <laughs> Trust the process. Bro. Trust Actually the process. you should, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a <laughs> shuffle here. <laughs> Cause it's funny. It's, it's like the things that like in the moment as you're balancing everything out, is one thing. Why are you allowed to do plus that? The, <laughs> I'm not. Um, <laughs> okay. But then there's like that, that the, the memory of like how impact, cause like beware the great ghost is like yeah. one of, if not the most impactful episode for me, it's the one that I'm still like thinking about. Yeah. I mean, of course, like heart of ice and everything, but we should have maybe an after the fact type of like, just what are the ones that you like that really stuck with you or something, your favorite episode. I don't know if that kid's different from the top 10 by saying a favorite. I don't really know, but well, there's things that like, like admittedly, and again, having only watched all of this shit once, (laughs) once. Yeah. Um, I remember being like Robin's reckoning, like, holy crap, man. I remember being really emotional and really like heartfelt. I remember a couple of flashes of a couple scenes, you know, like, Robin walking back into the circuit or away from the circus tent, like see stuff like that is even like a little oh, bit yeah. like it's a little bit fuzzy, but it's like way higher than beware the gray ghost, which I feel like I could probably recite some stuff in <laughs> some order. Scenes. Yeah. yeah. So isn't that weird, man? That's gotta be yeah. some kind of metaphor uh, for stuff. Heart of ice. Um, that being said, um, I mean, you don't have to put it on this, but I did. This is, I need my cheat sheet updated. Uh, holiday nights. It's the Christmas anthology Batman episode. There was Harley Quinn and Poison oh, Ivy going oh, on a shopping spree. It's, yeah. And Batgirl yeah. versus Clayface. Yeah. And then Joker with the big bell at New Year's. And then we get the sad diner scene at the, the end. coffee cups. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Got sad it. coffee Got cups. Got it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. <laughs> okay. See, so it just takes me a second, man. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyway, now that we've done that for way too long, mm-hmm. uh, we do the mail. And afterward, I will tell Brian the name of the next episode, and he has to guess what it's about. Yeah, yeah. That yacht. That one small extra yacht put it over. We drop what we drop. Our weekly yacht. Oh, yeah, those. Into the comment box. First, there sure was a lot. Now Jamie's mad. Too bad we're all. At least I am. Just Dylan Pollock. Jamie, hi. I got a, what? I got a question. Uh-huh. What was the last thing you dropped? Mm, my son. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> my own son. <laughs> my own son. I, I realize I have a note on my phone that says like, make sure you play the my own gun video on the podcast at some point, which means that we referenced it, you know, a hundred <laughs> episodes ago or something, and I have no memory of that, but. 
Wow. Uh, I don't know what the last thing I dropped was. I did drop, I did, this is slightly related, I suppose, but I had a coffee yesterday and I took a sip of it and immediately breathed the entire sip. And then I just put my hand over my mouth because I knew I was about to instinctively like just projectile cough out of my mouth. But that just did the thumb over the fire hose thing (laughs) where I just blasted all directions. And then I just had to sit there and let it fall out of my mouth into my hand and then so I could go <laughs> and then cough the rest of it out. And then I went to the bathroom, washed my hand, came back and just went like, fuck, like, please don't have gotten on the soundboard. And it didn't. They got like everywhere else somehow. But <laughs> No beverages at the soundboard. <laughs> There's beverages. Okay. Mm. But that's the last thing I dropped was my <laughs> sanity. I don't know. My, nice. <laughs> my drinking problem began that day. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to... What's the last thing you dropped? <laughs> if you'd like to reach out to us like the fire hand at the end of the Cat in the Cloud Part 2, you can send a punctuated email or a 60-second uh, voice message to batwagonpod at gmail.com or leave a comment on today's episode on the Pod Tower YouTube channel, but please do not spoil anything past this episode for Brian. So it was the last thing you dropped? It was my phone because I was pissed <laughs> at it. Oh. I had no, this has happened twice at this house. Where on one side of the house, and Jamie, you've been here, you know, on the street side mm-hmm. of the house, it's raining or something. Yeah. And the back side of the house is sunny, blue sky. <laughs> and I was like, You're the dividing weather yeah, line. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to get a video of this one. It's And it was hailing a lot. And I was like, I, I got to get a video of this. And so I had like quick, like two button, open up the camera and it didn't do it. And I pressed it again and it didn't do it. And I pressed it again and it didn't do it. And like finally opened it up and I like clicked on like the video thing and it just was frozen and didn't do anything. And I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And, and then by that point in time, it had started hailing in the backyard too. By that point, you'd thrown your phone on the ground in anger. So I just kind of like fucking phone and I threw it on this leather chair. And it's not one of your like grandpa's like soft leather couches. It's like one of those like leather under tension. And so yeah. I like kind of like fuck this phone and it like, Boonk, like <laughs> like trampolined it, off yeah. of the off of the chair and like luckily it landed on the carpet and everything was fine but uh you must much like brainiac to lex you just said like i can take it from here and just <laughs> yeah. blast it into smithereens i do like in that scene i didn't talk about this at all but like he's got Lex down in the basement, you know, I've got Luthor in his basement. basement. <laughs> Sector he, seven, uh, G like Homer. Working at the power plant. Anyway, he's got him down there for presumably multiple days. And Luthor then says after, after when he's like 99% done <laughs> constructing Brainiac, he's like, hang on a second. When I'm done, you're just going to kill me. Well, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> like you just figured this out or, or like, like, I don't know. It seemed like a weird thing to come to at that moment. And then Brainiac sits up and goes like, this is close enough and fires a big beam at Luthor and if this wasn't a children's cartoon, I would assume that that beam would just like obliterate. Oh yeah, you just like <laughs> just, see some flashes of skeleton and he falls down yeah, a pile either, of ash. It would be like the Green Goblin grenades where the guys just become skeletons and then fall down, or you just have like an enormous like hole through his chest or something. But instead, it just like knocks him out for a second, and then yeah. Mercy goes like, "Oh fuck, he's dead over here!" But then he's just like, "I'm not dead. I'm okay. Go kill his." Oh ass. Lex, then, I never <laughs> noticed how small and pointy your feet, your feet are. are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're like his feet are so small. 
Anyway, that was just a weird thing. Uh, this is from Dylan Pollock, Ghost in the Machine. How long has Brainiac been in incognito mode? <laughs> it's time for the thoughts of the week from Dylan Pollock on Ghost in the Machine, or how Lex learned to rage against the machine. Ooh, so now we know. Nice. Mercy will only let Lex go out there full cocked. Never have. Uh, also, there it is. Brainiac in this episode is just how ChatGPT <laughs> is going to enslave us all in a couple of years. So good to look forward to. But I did sympathize with Lex going to town on those chocolate bars because that's me the moment work gets stressful at home. I had a thought. It's not the question of the week, but it's a question. When Clark catches the missile one-handed, which is awesome, what do you think he's thinking when he's scared of it going off? Obviously, it's not going to hurt him. But is he worried for the rest of the people in the building, or is he worried about his stuff at home? Anyway, now that we know, does anyone else want to see the origin of how Unhoused Mercy ends up working for Lex Luthor, yes. or is that just me? Yes, no. Did she know martial arts already, or did he pay for her to learn that? By the end of this episode, <laughs> part of me is like, how does Mercy possibly keep working for Lex after this? The other part of me is like, I mean, isn't that every boss, though? Anyway, <laughs> it's time for the question of the week. James's favorite part. Oh. You ever watch a show or a movie and start talking like those characters? I've been watching yes. a ton of Sopranos, and I've been saying random Italian words all over the place, you marons. <laughs> uh, I can't think of what specific movie it was, but I know I went to see some, like, Jim Carrey movie when I was, like, 14, where I came out of the theater and just, like, unintentionally was just, like, had the had Jim Carrey mannerisms and way of speaking for the next, like, two days. <laughs> I was just, like, it was so, like, ingrained in me from the movie. And I realized it, like, halfway through doing it, like, I can't stop, though. I just, just who I am now. <laughs> uh, the one time, like, I can think of several times with uh, roles that I played acting on stage. Yeah. That just like doing the mannerisms, doing the voice, whatever, and you're just like, oh, whoops, because that makes sense because you're like it. Pr- practicing it. Yeah. The one unintentional thing I can think of is, and I'm about to fall back into another rewatch. I can tell, uh, the Mighty Boosh, one of my favorite shows uh-huh. of all time. Uh, Noel Fielding does a lot of saying, "Imagine that," and his very like <laughs> pleasant, like, yeah, "Imagine that." And there was like a year where I was just like, "Yeah, imagine that." <laughs> I'm like nobody says that like it doesn't make sense in my lingo like why 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 am I saying but it just I don't know I I liked how it felt and I liked how it ended a sentence so I, I that was what me. movie did you pick up amazing <laughs> <laughs> virality have you seen it oh yes I'm the only one uh this is from Brad Ubermensch, the animated series. I sadly don't have much to say about recent episodes or my quest towards discovering who my old arch nemesis was. However, I did want to. <laughs> Why is that so funny to you? <laughs> Ubermensch? <laughs> it's probably the German dub. Of oh, fuck. That's amazing. Uh, However, I did want to applaud a fellow listener by the name of Ryan Hip, since we seem to have come up with similar comparisons for the Zack Snyder episode, since both that episode and the film's portrayal of Superman as being so ideologically weak and volatile that simply having a co-worker he has a crush on die instantly turns him into a raging Nazi murderer. Even eight-year-old Bruce Wayne handled his parents dying better than this absolute psycho. But honestly, that Ryan fella seems like a swell guy, and I think he's. <laughs> I don't. I don't like being part of this. <laughs> I don't want to be in the middle. <laughs> in the middle of this, uh, whatever this is. I'll finish it anyway. I think he's quite funny in an LOL so random XD kind of way (laughs) with all the loud and unexpected sounds. It surely gave me a hearty chuckle. Let me tell you, lads, until next time, my darling, gorgeous boys. (laughs) Thank you. Wow. Is that is that us? That's Lex and Brainiac. This is from Scotty Cameron. Lex Luthor had a bad day with AI. (laughs) 
Uh, hey, Yappy dudes, are you ready hey. to see Lex reunite with Brainiac? This time, Lex is tasked with giving Brainiac a new body to wreak havoc in. It's also good that Clark, who is secretly Superman, was the one who decided to conduct this investigation and deal with Mercy so he can use his super speed to dodge her attacks. Had this been Jimmy, Mercy might have beaten the tar out of him and then continued to be oblivious to the fact that Brainiac had been keeping Lex hostage. <laughs> In the Superman the Animated Series episode titled Monkey Fun, viewers are treated to a nostalgic nod through the voice of Dean Jones, who brings to life General Sam Lane, Lois Lane's father. This episode, featuring the colossal menace Titano, offers a blend of heart and havoc, echoing the multifaceted career of Jones. Interestingly, Dean Jones' involvement bridges the animated realm with the high-stakes world of espionage and political intrigue seen in clear and present danger. <laughs> Both roles, though divergent in nature, ranging from the familial and protective instincts of a military father to the calculating demeanor of an intelligence director, underscore Jones' ability to lend depth and gravitas to his characters, connecting the thrilling escapades of Superman with the tactical maneuvers of Jack Ryan's universe. One of these paragraphs may or may not have been written using chat GPT. Anyway, it looks like... <laughs> starting to wonder. It looks like Planet Comic Con in Kansas City will be taking place on March 8th through 10th, and Dan Reba and Kevin Altieri will be there, so yep. I will try to go to that. I don't blame you. I won't be buying a plane ticket to Oregon for <laughs> the live podcast due to conflicting schedules. Yeah, we got that same thing from Dan. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'll try to record a video of Dan giving you guys a shout out for the live podcast. Cheers. Yeah, that'd be cool. See him the day before. Send it in. Do that. Dan. Dan. Not listening to this. LexCorp cares. Hi, Jalapeno and Bell Pepper. <laughs> Writing in with dark tidings from LexCorp sent from a frighteningly normal Windows desktop computer. <laughs> Hey, Jalapeno and Bell Pepper, it's Scary Days over here at LexCorp. Um, ever since that gun malfunction, which I'm sure wasn't our fault a few weeks back, uh, things have been really bad. Lex hasn't quite been himself. Um, I haven't been threatened with murder or bodily harm in, in over a week, which that's not normal. Um, I'm, you're required to work an eight-hour shift maximum, um, which I, I don't know what that's about. And the other day, someone from a department called HR came by and asked me what my health plan is. I, I don't even know what that is. I don't know what we're scheming right now. And that's terrifying to me because we should always be scheming. A, B, C. Always be scheming. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm frightened. Look, I'm not saying Superman should come and help us. But if Superman happened to be nearby in a similar vicinity to us um, and he were to pop by, I guess I wouldn't kill him on sight. Anyways, I will call you later. Have a great one. Bye. I guess that begs the question if Brainiac was like running LexCorp smoothly for that <laughs> week or so. <laughs> because he even, <laughs> I really like his like, hello, is this Clark Kent? <laughs> and then just, Why, yes, click. <laughs> like, is your refrigerator running? <laughs> well, I think so. Click. <laughs> then you better. A missile flies through. His refrigerator flies through. <laughs> is your refrigerator running? Then you better catch it. <laughs> this is from Kyle Naranya. Yo. Uh, from the great beyond. I found this old iMac here in the afterlife, which has allowed me to email back into the show. I would have preferred Sweet. to have made a voice message, but I'm still recovering from surgery. No need for concern was a standard one. 
Is there standard surgery? I hope you're fine. I know that Brian has struggled with the science fiction elements. Brian, do you feel that it's been easier to accept the longer the show goes on? Yes. P.S. I'm going to try and get you guys sponsored by Yop. Stay Yoppy dudes, <laughs> Kyle and Rania. I did look into if we could get some Yop for the live show, but you really cannot buy it from America. Like, you have to go to Canada and then, like, smuggle it. <laughs> so I mean, you you're know. closer uh, we're not going to do that. Anyway, yeah, you, you're fine with the sci-fi stuff or it's getting easier? It's getting uh, easier because it's becoming more part of the world. Part of the world. Like I, I feel like expected is kind of like a negative term. Well, I mean, in Batman, like we had we had Hardak and occasional other like sci-fi things, but it was kind of a variety more, I guess. <laughs> I feel like they were finding excuses to be like, ah, VR. So now the world yeah. is crazy. And this is just like the world is crazy. You know, like Jack Ryder's found out. <laughs> yeah, we live in Alien Town for sure. Yeah. Uh, Justin Harris. Hey. Is a, is a, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I'm sorry, Justin. Lexiac episode. Hi, first time properly emailing in. Okay. Ah! <laughs> Other than the yappy bevs that broke the soundboard. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So I see. I see. This is one of the only podcasts I'm actually caught up on, and I'm getting a DCAU tattoo while I'm up at Big Bus on the nine. What? Sick, dude. You got to show that to us. If it's before the show, show us. If it's after the show, invite us to come talk to you while you're getting your tattoo. Oh, don't do that. I'm going to need another <laughs> tattoo if you're doing that. Like, I can't hear a <laughs> tattoo gun. And it'll be a DCAU thing. You got to get one of uh, those when the he, podcast's over. <laughs> Clayface or some shit. Maybe. Mr. We'll Freeze. See. Bullock. Yeah. Um, Bullock oh, is yeah. a flasher. Uh, <laughs> Justin just got uh, some like, ba- I, I think it was like a, a, a lined out tattoo that he just got colored uh, pretty oh. recently, like within the week. Why do you know this? We're, we're Instagram buds, dude. You're buddies? Okay. Where sorry. you been? I don't know. Here, since Mercy Graves was created for the show, who's been y'all's favorite DCAU original character? Mine's got to be Harley for that HBO show, spe- especially. Sorry for the long mail. That's not long at all. <laughs> Stay yacht, pony boy, and Swayze. Thank you. Uh, I guess the options we got Harley, Mercy, Livewire, Luminous, Renee Montoya, uh, f- um, Baby Doll. Someone's gonna remind me that there's an, a lockup, bro. I like, I really like Mar- Renee Montoya because she's always just such a Maria, badass. Maria, whatever you keep calling her, yeah. Um, what, what is or Livewire? <laughs> what is her wrong name? I don't remember. An actress that you kept calling her instead. <laughs> I don't remember, man. <laughs> oh well, it's too bad. It's too bad. Yeah. So Livewire, Renee Montoya. You like Livewire more than Harley Quinn? What's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's because, like, uh, I, I think probably because, I mean, yeah, maybe maybe Harley, but, mm. like, Harley seems like more of a fixture where the other two are kind of mm-hmm. just, like... She doesn't feel like she hasn't always been there. Yet. Yeah, so I guess considering that, yeah, may, maybe Harley, but I don't know. It's the cheap answer, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eric LeBeau, Ghost in the Machine, or this title has to be a Ghost in the Shell reference, right? Man, am I glad Superman came to the rescue and helped turn me back into a human. That was a crazy story. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. So we did say to stay away from Banana Man and his family for a while, at least until things are okay. Anyways, I dug this episode. 
I think the best looking part of the episode was the night scene when Superman is trying to get rid of that bomb in the city. The backgrounds just look really nice. The shading looks spectacular. There's a lot of really good motion. Mm -hmm. I also really like some of the character stuff they did here with Mercy and Luthor and even Clark to an extent. But I think I'm not the only one that thinks that Brainiac was a little underwhelming in terms of his power set here. Based on mm -hmm. previous episodes, if he really wanted an edge against Superman, he would have given himself the powers of King. Um, <laughs> or the ability to unleash the power of red sun. Pretty small ground, but I'm more excited for what's to come soon. So then, keep calm and yap on. Yes, I didn't make a killer croc joke this time. <laughs> red sun. <laughs> that's very good. Thank you. Uh, that's excellent. Jordan Newman, Gotham Insider Musical Minutes. <gasps> You're listening to the Gotham Insider, reporting live from Metropolis. Tonight's top story, it seems that Lex Luthor was kidnapped by the villainous alien robot Brainiac for several days, and oh my goodness, it says here in the report that he was shot in the back by Brainiac. Well, I gotta be honest with you folks, I never liked the guy very much, but it's <laughs> always a shame when someone with that much influence is taken from the world to... Oh! Oh, it says here he survived. <laughs> Huh, what do you know? Guess Brainiac missed anything important. <laughs> now over to the music. This may seem like an odd thing to say, but I feel like uh, the music in this episode felt like that of a silent movie. There's a particular shot with three of Brainiac's robots entering the frame menacingly, and I just the music gave me silent old movie vibes for some reason. Mm -hmm. Never apologize for loving your fandom and try to stay optimistic. I guess it had a little bit of like a like 30s black and white movie player piano all I can think of when you said silent movie was just like a Charlie Chapman thing wait what did I say that right Charlie Chapman is that right Chaplin Chaplin my brain was like James you're not saying it right but I didn't know which part was wrong Charisse Chaplin film degree over here yeah um also, Buster yeah. Keaton is like a million times better yeah, than Charlie that's, Chaplin. That's true. And I always want to say him, but I can never remember any part of his name. This is from Lenola Cola, Tug on the Super Cape. Brainiac, he's coming. <gasps> Back to our... <laughs> we did not talk about the amount of like pseudo-dick jokes in this episode. <laughs> I mean, there's the half-cocked thing, and then he <laughs> says something about come right after that. And then there's the building was penis-shaped, and then <laughs> he's mm -hmm. eating nuts in the basement. <laughs> and then, like, it just kept going. <laughs> and I was just, like, trying to count them all. But, you know. Back to our regular scheduled program, Ghost James and the Manili with Ghost in the Machine, a.k.a. Lex Luthor rebuilt Brainiac in his basement with a box of scraps. <laughs> Lex could afford an SR-71 Blackbird, but not a working Sky Sentry prototype. Brainiac, he's coming, and he predicted deep fakes. <laughs> the return of Brainiac and the start of a potential relationship between him and Luthor, or perhaps Superman and Mercy. And man, disheveled Lex is quite the look. Not typically keen for someone like Luthor, but you know what was pretty keen? That split-screen scene with Clark and Lois during their phone call. Mm. <laughs> that was a little interesting. Yeah. Also love that Mercy got the spotlight in this episode, too. Her handling of Brainiac's drones and that slick reload from her pistol. Oh, we didn't talk about <laughs> the that. The completely unnecessary one. She, like, comes into the scene not having fired a single shot and is like, time to reload, bitches. Yeah, I well, the way that uh, Lenola Cola has read has laid it out, it makes me think that she did fire some at the robots, but I don't remember her doing that. She just like slapped them and kicked them to death. 
but yeah, she like enters the scene and goes like, better change out the, the, uh, not magazine. What Clip. is it for pistols? Yeah. But it's in like a space pistol. <laughs> it's like an underneath yeah. weird sci-fi gun, but uh, yeah, change out the clip in the gun before we go find Lex Luthor. I have no reason to believe Brainiac or anything dangerous is in this room. <laughs> but she has a gun out anyway. I don't oh, know. <laughs> questionable. Yeah, who knows? Anyway. Lastly, fourth appearance of laser-based guns, Sky Sentry and Mercy's Pistol. Had to specify laser guns because laser guns because Brainiac has his laser fists. And to differentiate Earth-based laser weapons from the extraterrestrial blasters seen with Lobo's weapons in the main man and the apocalyptian tech from Tools of the Trade. I'll get back to y'all faster than Lex running to those tasty nut bars and Clark's <laughs> explosive transition from his work clothes into his super suit till we up again. <laughs> Thank you, oh, thank you. Love it. Uh, this is from Scarlowy one and it's just an audio file called Live Show. Hello, Jet and Brett. I want to announce that I will be attending the live show, but you will not see me, for I have to study for my camouflage class. Oh. But if you see <laughs> an out-of-place houseplant or a marble statue that seems to twitch on occasion, you can know that that's me saying hi. Hey. Anyway, see you next week. Same for you time. Same. By the way, Brian James, you stole this from me. You will be hearing from my lawyer. Uh, it's a it's a tribute because uh, we love you so much, and we wish you were actually coming to the live show. You faked me Brian out. Brian got so excited, <laughs> and now he's so disappointed. Yeah. Yep, my heart. Uh, this is from Davin Deptuk. Hello, a question for y'all. I just remembered that when I first watched this episode, Monkey Fun, I fucking died laughing at the sudden transition from, don't worry, honey, daddy promises Titano's going to be just fine, <laughs> to the ape screaming his nuts off in the rocket like a demon from Temple Run, and scrabbling in his spacesuit like he's straight-jacketed Joker in Arkham Asylum. Like I was incapacitated, doubled over, out of breath, wheezing. It was one of those laughs that just gets more intense and doesn't stop. It was awesome. I had to pause the episode and regain my senses before continuing with tears of joy in my eyes. I was 21 at the time. <laughs> Did you guys have a similar reaction? <laughs> I think we laughed a little bit. But not, oh, yeah. Uh, we laughed. I remember being also just like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's going to yeah. kill her monkey. The power of America backing you up. Also, I enjoyed this episode so much, I actually convinced my whole family to watch it, so that was fun. Nice. And now that I think about it, that's actually the only time I can remember all five of us watching anything at the same time. Wow. If I point this out, we may have to overwrite the incident with something more dignified. <laughs> anyway, I await Friday with Gusto. Good day. Tips hat. Thanks. Yeah, you should watch Mask of the Phantasm as a family or some shit. That'd be better. This is Ryan Hip. Ghost in the Michelle, <laughs> and it says, in introducing Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen as Michelle. <laughs> oh, Ryan, what have you done? Wait, does Brian not like the circus theme song because it's offensive to jugglers or some shit? <laughs> it's everybody's favorite. Lex, those are Calteen bars. They make you gain weight like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all part of the Kids WB Stockholm Syndrome shindig. He took me in, made me what I am. Yuck. Yikes, guys. In this episode, everyone's got penises on the brain. Hey, Lex, yeah. what went wrong? Premature product See, that launch? Was the other Don't one, think yeah. I'd let you go out there half-cocked. I need your hands. Lex even <laughs> unveils his brand new giant phallus to shoot out slightly smaller phalluses, and multiple times in the episode, Superman has to handle Lex's slightly smaller giant 
phalluses. Phallic symbol, phallic symbol. <laughs> My favorite moment is when Clark is going to investigate things, and he is just as no-nonsense as Clark as he is as Superman, and this is the kind of shit I live for. Slay, queen. Let's check in with Lex, see how he's doing. Eh, he'll be fine. Phallic symbol. <laughs> God, Jesus. Totally normal. <laughs> okay, some good stuff in there. Good stuff very, in there. <laughs> very on brand. Thank you, Ryan. I, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Lo- Lois did say the, like, premature product launch. Yeah. And then just, I need your hands. It really <laughs> it's very good. Thank you. Ryan is really like you in that same way we were chatting about this the other day. We just kind of have this, like, ability to retain and like you're i don't know if it's just your brain like sub processing stuff all the time but you're like i am brainiac it's amazing (laughs) you 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 both have quite a talent i like the mean girls bar chocolate bar thing (laughs) yeah yeah i didn't think of that uh there's comments on last episode on the pod tower channel uh monkey fun or rocket kerning as from tip tapricot contemplations on ghost in the machine wow i forgot how good this episode is from the setup to the examination of lex being put in a situation he does not have the upper hand in to the fleshing out of mercy to some of the smaller beats and stakes like showing clark's persistence as a reporter or the fact that he's seen as a problem to take out by brainiac i think the pacing was great i noticed some super fun animation at times and just overall really enjoyed the setups and dynamics at play with how they broke down the usual status quo we see in episodes and made us think about them more Hmm. makes the world feel more real and flexible and i felt engaged the whole time until next week the flesh tent is growing so near i hear it calling (laughs) (laughs) yes it is it is firebird titano threw a refrigerator at lois's front door oh my god just like brainiac through clark's window (laughs) Uh, while jimmy was babysitting that's why he had to run out to the balcony the real question is why was jimmy running at full speed when he slipped and at the end of the balcony was right there (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah where was he going yeah Banana Man says, okay. Oh. Hell yeah. Ooh, we just, oh, I just need a minute with that. <laughs> I can hear the flesh tint. <laughs> <laughs> Euphonium star, damage report, meteors slash asteroids, Lois's vase, Jimmy's scalp, looks like Titano is pulling his hair out, bacteria jar, bacteria, Lois's chair, table, groceries, fridge, door, ceiling, window, wall, zoo monkey bars, all the bananas Titano eats at the docks, Lois's car, guardrail, roller coaster, loading station, and train. Uh, carousel horse bumper cars strength tester game I learned those are also called high striker games oh Oh. Uh, House of Mirrors, Games Booth, Ferris Wheel. <laughs> oh, the Ferris Wheel was the last thing, I guess. Uh, yeah. Man, that's just poetry. <laughs> Helicopter intestines. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> damage beyond repair. Charles Motosierra, regarding Monkey Fun. Actually, he's wrote, written Mokey Fun, but I'll let it slide. I love this episode. It's all ridiculous and campy. Some of my favorite stuff is ridiculous and campy. That's all. Anyway, mm. regarding Go- Ghost in the Shell, I mean Machine. I'm sure everyone already mentioned the fact no one recognizes Brainiac's voice. <laughs> yeah. L- L- well, Luthor is the only one to hear it, I guess. But he still should have been like, who is this? Oh, it's Brainiac. <laughs> Instead of like, what the fuck? What's going on? Oh. I don't know. Although he didn't. Did he ever hear Brain? I guess he heard Brainiac's voice maybe once don't, before. Don't you that, begin so. to ask me a question like that? Okay, and someone might have mentioned how Mercy doesn't want Skinny Kingpin to look like the bad guy of POV, but I wish 
uh, to call attention to a different thing. We see Superman struggling to lift the bridge, and regardless of how inconsistent his power level is, it got me thinking how much of the lifting is his flight and how much is just his muscles. Mm -hmm. Some versions of Superman have tactile telekinesis, but that doesn't seem to be the case here. He looks like his arm is really close to muscle failure, but we know he can fly like really, really fast, which takes a lot of force. So presumably his muscles are just gripping and balancing the bridge, which takes a lot of strength. And I know his flight is basically using solar energy to say fuck you to gravity, but if he can move himself horizontally with it, he definitely has the power to create force on himself out of solar energy like characters with telekinesis do on other stuff. I'd really like to hear your thoughts on this. Bye-bye. We talked about it a little bit, but... You know what? Yeah, I, I just had a thought. <laughs> what, if, what if he's got like a bar and over here is flight uh -huh. and over here is strength? <laughs> And they and have to kind of like equal he, out. He's, he can, <laughs> yeah. like, he, he, he can't go both flight and strength at 100%. Yeah, maximum. He can mostly yeah, be 50-50. Yeah. Otherwise, it's 60-40. So if yeah. he's lifting something, it's taking some like, from one, yeah, yeah, like all of his strength and maybe his ability to fly is less and he's... Yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that. Really? There's, there's Am answer. I good? I don't know. I don't <laughs> Am know. I yeah. one of you yeah, now? Good job, Brian. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you are the Watchtower database now. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fuck shit up. <laughs> it's going to be a 15 second juggling clip from me once every other year. <laughs> <laughs> banana landlord rent check from banana baby reads goo goo gaga translation. Here's the rent check. Please keep me updated on father's whereabouts. I heard him on the Jack Ryder show for GCN. Let me know he's okay. Banana baby. You're a good tenant and pay the rent. This and your father are okay. Mm -hmm. Wow, this is, that had multiple layers to it. I don't really know which banana was doing the talking there. Yeah, but. I'm a little confused, but Banana Baby, we did hear from your dad. He's okay. Yeah, he's here. Uh, Nick Sorensen. You know, I remember this one time on STAS when Superman had to face this big monkey. Rewatch his episode for podcast. Yep, that was a real big monkey, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and last first, we have Mark Aquino, Ghost in the Machine, or Bald Bays for Life, or Row Bros Before Hose, or Clark Kent, Not an Idiot. Look, I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. Lex Luthor scarfing down the snack bars is one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. <laughs> we need gifts of that glorious moment. It's moments like this that make me wish TMS would be the primary animation house and not Dong Yang. Anywho, like a toxic ex, Brainiac worms his way back into Lex's life. Personally, I think this is a really good episode. Once again, Corey Burton is menacingly great as Brainiac and Lisa Edelstein's Mercy Graves. Got some good moments to shine here, too. I also liked Clark taking action to prove that Lex wasn't really in his office. It was another good example of showing how competent he is as a reporter and a journalist. In this day and age with AI imagery constantly getting more advanced, Brainiac emulating a digital double of Lex to fool people and ward off any suspicions was scarily prescient. Mm. We, of course, got a bit of insight as to why Mercy's so loyal to Lex as the episode progresses, especially once we got to the end, we see her ultimate that ultimately their relationship is not all that dissimilar from the Joker and Harley Quinn. Hmm. Put a pin in that. And Mr. Crab got attacked by robot crabs. Oh, the irony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boss biggest bear hugs to the number one podcast host in this year multiverse of ours, Justin Timberlake and bagpipes. I'll take bagpipes. I'm fine Unless with that. We got it. Yeah. Praise to our Lord and Savior, Dylan Pollock. Keep up the great work on your own podcast and remember to tell Gab that she rules. Likewise to all his loyal disciples, all the names, and of course, all the awesome sauce <laughs> listeners of this yappy community of ours. You're the absolute best. Don't you ever forget that. Next week's episode plays like it could have been the logical way to end season two of S-Tas, but I'll leave that for our beloved brother Brickington to discover for himself. Till next week, big old whoosh. I just flew away. Whoa. What's the name of the episode? You tell me. We're 
flipping the script. Uh, Guess the name, and then I'll tell you what it's about. WF. No. Uh, (laughs) It's called Father's Day. Father's Day? Mm Mm-hmm. What happens? And what show is it? The familial thing makes me want to say Batman, but we've just been on such a Superman kick. There's no way we're stopping now. So Superman. Yeah, it's Superman. Yeah, I figured. I don't want to tell you when the next Batman episode is because I don't want it to be like a... I don't want you to know. <laughs> you know, I just want it to happen. <laughs> then I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna guess Superman forever. Yeah, and uh, I'll just get it wrong sometimes. Once and write more. <laughs> but yeah, what happens in Father's Day? Uh, who's got a father in this show? So we had Superman's <laughs> got a dad, who's got a father, but mm-hmm. he's kind of dead. It could be, but we just had a brainy. He's also got a like adoptive dad. Oh, he does have dad. that. He does have that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Superman goes to Kansas. Mm, he might for a second. I don't remember, but Shit. mostly no. Who or else? All know, potentially, there was somebody else who who recently we saw their dad. Who was that? And was it like a military? Dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was Lois Lane's dad. Was yeah. it Lois's dad? In the monkey episode. Oh fuck, you're right. Start. Jesus Christ, Brady. Yeah. His last episode. Uh, <laughs> it's been one month week. <laughs> Uh, okay well does does there are two sidewinder missiles headed toward your house (laughs) you have five seconds to guess did superman's dad get a message back to superman which dad actual dad no damn So well, this is that 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 wrong guessing over. that I was telling you I was <laughs> yeah, gonna do. Right. You told me. Did you I play it off well? This, yeah. yeah, I could totally tell it was part of the act. Yeah. yeah, sick. Okay, well that's the episode of the podcast and stuff. Man, we did it. We sure did. And goodbye. Oh, we'll see you next week for Father's Day. The end. Next week is Father's Day. Wow. Careful with that thing. I want the tech boys to analyze every circuit. You know, that's really a job for the military. They have no claim on Brainiac. Every single one of his parts is registered LexCorp property. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a charity benefit to attend. I'm waiting. Just astray. Jump on the Batwagon is hosted by the Watchtower Database. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for DC Animated Universe videos on a regular basis. This podcast is edited and produced by yours truly, James Strecker. Musical themes by Kimmy, Cooney Phoenix, Viltzu, Eric LeBeau, Jordan Blumen, my mother, and of course, my smooth co-host, Brian Brother Broderick Manili. To buy us a yappy beverage and hear your name read in a future episode, or to nab yourself a yappy dude t-shirt, please visit the links in today's show notes. Thank you for supporting the show. You can hear more on today's DCAU episode by checking out our friends over on the DCAU Review and Tim Talk podcasts. Please leave us a five-star review on your app of choice you'll damn well hear it read on the show. If you'd like to reach out to us like the fire hand at the end of The Cat and the Claw Part 2, you can email batwagonpod at gmail.com or leave a comment on the pod tower. New episodes of Jump on the Batwagon are released Fridays on all your favorite podcast feeds and watchtowerdatabase.com. And we'll see you next episode, same pee-pee time, same poo-poo channel.